Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, buried a boater rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information today on this Labor Day weekend. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, boat parades galore. Uh, matter of fact, just for Patrick and Barry, I want to give a little shout out to the folks down in, uh, I think it, they're out on the southern west coast of Florida. And on Labor Day, they plan to do a a Joe Biden boat parade with like uh, stand up paddle boards and uh, like no electric. I mean, well, maybe electric, ve- you know, uh, floating vehicles and things, but uh, but no gas stuff, I think. I, d- I doubt that. What do you mean you doubt it? Especially no. in the southwest part of the state. Well, no, they're doing a boat parade, but it's going to be like, you know, no motorized uh, vessels or something like that, like a green boat parade. And then, of course, there's some boat parades going on for. For the president as well. Every weekend, I see it. Not even weekends now. They're doing it during the week. And I just wish I had time. I'd get on one of those boats. But I have to say, it looks like you're having a good time. I see that, and the whole world is watching. You people are fantastic. Well, thank you. I think he's talking about us, Patrick. I'm just guessing. Uh, I couldn't find anything of Biden giving a little shout out to the boaters, but uh, the president did. So a lot of boating activity this weekend. Take a part in it if you so choose and support the candidate of your choice or just kick back and enjoy the water as best you can on this Labor Day weekend. Do we have any beautiful uh, down here so far? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Really nice weather. So so. are you taking your boat out, Barry, or no? No. No, not at all? No. I, I, I took it out when I first got it a couple of Labor Days. And then I decided, you know what? I could skip Labor Day. I can skip certain holidays when all the uh, other boaters go out. Okay, so you're going to leave uh, the boating to the amateurs for for uh, you know. Well, I, I could speak. I could talk about the boat that was uh, that was swamped and near uh, the Seven Mile Bridge the other day. A 19 foot boat was swamped, but the people that were rescued on this vessel were actually did something smart. Can you guess what it was? Uh, yelled for help or call, you know, uh, declared an emergency on the VHF channel. Well, 16, the boat was or? swamped. That means it was upside down. Okay. Well, so no, what, that's what not. They, that's not. That's not what that means. No. What do you mean? It was swamp. Capsized. capsized. You're right. Swamp yeah. just means full of water. You're right. Swamp would be down to the gunnels. Right. It was. It was capsized. So my apologies. Okay. But what did they do that was smart? What do you mean? The the people on the boat or what? Uh, the people that were on the boat. The people they that stayed they with the uh, vessel. That's right. Right. Why would you, you stay with the vessel? Because if you leave the vessel, the people that have to rescue you may, may not be able to or they may never find you. They can't see you. That's correct. Okay. See, yeah. once again, proving I am a genius. You people no, you are fantastic. Well, show. thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but what, what said, uh, what did you say, Barry? What? I said you paid attention to the show. Of course. I do every week, don't I? Yeah. That's okay. a nice purple shirt, too. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, I, I figured I'd be a little bit more festive today for the holiday. Anyway, um, Captain Patrick, 
Uh, yeah. Do we have any tips what for do you want? Labor Day boaters? Uh, just get that out of the way. Other than what Barry is uh, inferring, which is stay off the water if you're if you're a pro and let the amateurs have at it. Is that what well, you would say too, or what? Yeah, I I think that our advice for a holiday weekend, as it pertains to boaters, is stay home. Hmm. Don't go. Okay. Uh, and and by that I mean if you're if you're so fortunate as you know, you have a a residence where you live on the water, and you know you have easy access that way. That's that's certainly a, a, a different animal. But if you're down to trailering your boat, you go to a local boat ramp, or you're deciding to take a longer trip um, for the holiday weekend, wherever you are in uh, this wonderful world, uh, certainly within the United States, uh, hopefully you've planned far enough ahead. Um, and you haven't waited until the last minute, which seems to be the MO for, unfortunately, most boaters is we know we're going. We planned, you know, this trip for four weeks, but we have done absolutely nothing to make sure that we are ready to go. We have not uh, we haven't run the boat in a month and a half. We have not provisioned the boat. We have not checked our safety gear. And we certainly certainly have not gone so far as to check the uh safety uh the uh uh checked out the trailer to make sure that it is roadworthy that's everything from uh having the proper tires and making sure that they're not prematurely worn to of course uh bearings and brakes and chains and latches and uh my my most favorite bow straps because yeah. i i enjoy so much seeing trailers where the bow strap you know has snapped and they've knotted it you know they got five six knots tied into it because darn it we aren't gonna stop and spend 10 bucks on a strap we're going boating Hmm. um and and certainly you know no safety straps but here's what happens is uh, people tend to procrastinate everybody's busy the week prior to and, you know, finishing up work and, and stuff around the house. Of course, up in the Northeast, it's primarily, you know, the last big boating weekend of the year. Here down in the Southeast, certainly in Florida, we're blessed where we can boat almost year-round. Well, uh, the folks up North the, ought to be uh, good and, uh, you know, prepared for a busy weekend if they've been boating all season, you think? Wrong. Oh, okay. See, wrong. The thing is, I'm not talking about people that boat all season. I'm talking about people that don't boat during the season, and then it's the big three-day weekend, and they say, we're all going to go out on either a one-day trip or an overnight trip, and they haven't worked on the boat or done anything with it in quite a while. Right. Let me tell you, the last two weeks has been insane from the the perspective of where uh, I sit uh, Monday through Friday. The number of phone calls and emails coming in, with the most basic, where's the seacock for my air conditioner located? Okay. That's a problem if you don't know. You know, and then you go into it, you look up the registration, like, uh, sir, ma'am, uh, your boat doesn't have an air conditioner. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's I, 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 you laugh, but I'm I'm telling you, especially in this uh, particular environment where boat sales have been absolutely crazy, and uh, the boat dealerships are out of inventory and uh, pre-owned boats, lovingly pre-owned, are, are selling at a premium, which means that boats that haven't been so well kept are also selling at a premium. 
and people just they want to go and they haven't done their homework to even understand not only what options the boat has, but how to use those options. So I'm telling you, the last two weeks has been absolutely insane. But around the country, if you haven't made here's here's what I would have done. Just just to put it very simply, okay. Uh, leading up leading up to this weekend, if I was so inclined as to go out to the water, I would have probably six months, maybe a year out. I would have made reservations uh, for some place on the water or nearby water. I would have made arrangements at a marina nearby to the boat that I'm planning on using to bring the boat, have it taken off, or I'm launching at a boat ramp and I've got a place to store it. I've got my hotel reservations made, everything like that. To where, you know, you're you're all you're all set. You're ready to go, but you're going to have people hooking up probably as we are speaking. And by hooking up, I mean boat to trailer um, and trailer to, to be uh, clear. vehicle. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they're going to go to the boat ramp, which uh, we posted a video a couple weeks ago showing uh, the line going into haulover, which was absolutely insane. I'm talking insane. And thing is, once you get in that line, you, there's you no place to turn around. No, yeah. there isn't. You're, it's a very you are you're committed. Stuff. All right. Well, that's fine. You're committed. You are. I've 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 launched I've launched up to 42 foot yachts off of that at that uh, boat ramp. So that road going in, you have limited maneuverability in the center median. If you decide you want to turn around, oh, we ain't doing this. And why anybody would have waited until last minute? Sure. And where are you going to go then at Hallover? I mean, you're limited with your parking spots to begin with. I mean, that fills up quick. Mm-hmm. And then you're stuck in this line. And where do we go then? Do you have a plan B? Do you have a plan C? Probably not. Well, you know, then you get to the then you get to the boat ramp, and of course, you haven't fired the boat up. You haven't even put the batteries on a trickle charge. The boat doesn't start. Okay. You know, you find All out right. that you're you don't have you don't have the engine oil. You don't have trim tab fluid. You don't have uh, uh, gear lube is low. You know, you got alarms going off, everything like that. Right. Um, you forgot the drain plug, hmm. which is, <laughs> I, I can make a killing out of boat ramp. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, yeah, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but Captain Patrick's turning into Max Headroom there, Barry. So uh, let's uh, regroup. I think he's just uh, you know blowing a blood vessel out of his noggin. It's uh, affecting his audio a little bit. But uh, I think what he's saying is, like, if you're not prepared, don't go. But if you are, maybe you could consider it. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection 
an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast yoo-hoo make the pirate what will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? What will we do with a drunken sailor? Have a light in the morning. Waiting, she raises waiting, she raises waiting, she raises a light in the morning. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew on this Labor Day weekend. Now, you might come across a few of those drunken sailors, so you got to be careful. Uh, boating out on the water this weekend, definitely not for the faint of heart. And, um, you know, if you haven't prepared properly, I think that's what Patrick was pretty much saying there during the first segment as he cut in and out a little bit uh, due to his connection today. But I think you would agree that if you've done your preparation and you are an experienced boater you've you've uh, prepared properly you can get out on the water and have some fun wouldn't you patrick you wouldn't want to tell everyone to stay away would you if they had a family outing planned what do you think well no what i'm what i'm getting yeah what i'm getting at is if you haven't already planned ahead i know here in florida if you're not at the boat ramp by 4 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably you're probably not going to find a spot to to park, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So then you get down to some pay ramps and things like that, and those fill up just as quickly because if you are being proactive in that sense, there are other boaters as well that are thinking the same thing. Let me get there early. I'd rather I'd rather get there early, get my boat in the water, hang out on the boat till the sun comes up, then get underway. Uh, not to mention here in Florida with the with the um, uh, agonizing heat the last two three weeks, right? Uh, that you're you're just not going to find a spot. So what you what come what happens is, all right, well everybody ready, all right, let's leave. And it's uh, ten o'clock by the time you get everybody rounded up, ten o'clock in the morning, and you head to the boat ramp, and the boat boat ramp number one is filled up, boat ramp number two is filled up, boat mm-hmm. ramp number three is filled up. Right. Everybody's getting tired. Everybody's getting aggravated. Then you wind up doing something stupid. Like I don't need a boat ramp because I got this truck's got four four wheel drive. We'll just find a spot 
right um, off the side of the river or the side of the lake. We'll make our own ramp. Now, I see this happen, of course, uh, on the causeways heading into uh, uh, towards the East Coast on the Indian River and the Banana River. Uh, any any time of the morning, you'll find on those causeways leading in that people have pulled off to the to the side, and they've there's little areas that people have used over the years to mm-hmm. launch and not have to go to a boat ramp. Right, and you'll see it on the St. Johns River where Mike does a lot of his boating, where people have made trails paths in, and they launch off the riverbank because they know on a weekend like this they're not getting in to a boat ramp. So. It's proper planning, and the proper planning just doesn't extend to making sure your trailer's road road ready and your boat is ready. No it's shortcuts. Making sure that you yeah, it's that you've planned far enough ahead. And a boating weekend like this, a holiday weekend, should, boating shouldn't be a last minute decision, right? Because you're gonna get, you're gonna be disappointed. Okay, That's well, I, you know, you can look at it this uh, a different way. If you've done your homework and you're a responsible boater. Uh, which would be like none of those things that Patrick just described. <laughs> you could go out there and have some fun uh, if you want to, uh, you know, ha- have your head on a swivel because, you know, you're, there's there are going to be a lot of those yeehaws out there on the water, whether they've been drinking, uh, whether they're inexperienced or whatever. So you can take your chances and, and just, you know, be a responsible boater and be aware that you're going to have to be extra diligent in that regard. Or you can just go to the dock and just watch the show. Oh yeah. yeah, that that's that's fun to do. It that's seriously, right. that's a great There's thing to do on a holiday you weekend. Just, right? You just want to go there, put up a chair and an umbrella, and yeah. get some cold drinks and mm-hmm. watch the fun begin. That's right. One of the things. Listen, I, peop- go ahead. Peop- people are people are monetizing this because I know that the uh, uh, at the Hallover Inlet, you know that that uh, channel gets a, a ton of views, and there was actually a video that was posted on uh world of boating this week uh which is you can see on the world of boating facebook page so if you haven't checked us out hopefully you have uh, spread the word and uh, of course worldofboating.com uh those get as soon as they're posted on facebook they go to uh the website because through greg's mastery of the internet right he's arranged uh for that to happen almost simultaneously it's amazing it's freaky isn't uh it? It, it really really is uh, but there was a, a video where this deck, this outboard powered deck boat, if you will, and it's a fiberglass, so it's not a pontoon boat. But I'm going to assume that this was a rental, even though I couldn't see a number on the side or anything like that, like 1-800-RENT-ME. Uh, this one would have been like 1-800-SYNC-ME <laughs> because they were, they were they're trying to get out the inlet. They did not know what they were doing, overloaded it in the bow, and the boat starts taking on water through the bow and you can see the driver and he's continuing to drive forward. He's driving the bow underwater and continues to drive the boat into the swells while the bow is driving itself underwater, which means the stern's coming up higher and higher in the air, which means the angle of the outboard. It's now pushing the boat, you know, at a, uh, probably about a 25 degree angle. Hmm. Um, and then he's starting to back up and gears floating out of the boat. And eventually, you know, there's five tow boats out there and, wow. you know, they're bringing them what back a show. In. And that's a scary, yes, scary absolutely. situation. It was a submarine. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not the person uh, risking yeah. their lives. I mean, well, what you're going to find one of the things I, I've learned through the years is that if you go early to the ramps, you're going to find the people that actually know how to use those boats are out there early in the morning. 
the families that I see going out at 10 and 11 o'clock are the families that have been fighting all morning trying to get things together. They get to the ramp and they're all yelling at each other. And mm-hmm. that's when the disaster begins. Right. And then you have to talk about when do you want to end the show? Do you want to wait to the last minute like everyone else? And then you see all these boats come in at once at this ramp or maybe there's two ramps and they're all going to fight over who's going. You know, they all they, they stop at the dock. They run up to get their car just to get their uh, trailer and their car in line so that they'll be able to load their boat on. Then you get one guy who's already blocking the ramp and he refuses to move. Uh, and he just blocks that because now he's going to go get his bo- his uh, car and then try to cut in front of everyone else to load his boat back up. So, and that, and that guy in the middle, the guy in the middle of the ramp that's holding everybody up. Yeah, he's loading one jet ski. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It, okay, it, so it, it took, basically, it, it took him. Yeah. It took him twenty five minutes to get his trailer centered. Uh huh. But basically, <laughs> what I just heard is like you need to set up your lawn chair around ten. 11 a.m. on Labor Day morning, right? That no, that's going to be prime honestly, time. Honestly, if if I if I was Watch doing this, yeah. If if I was doing this, it would be I'd look at the week prior to. I'd probably arrange to take a three day weekend prior to this holiday weekend, and everything that we want to do, we can do the weekend before mm-hmm. or the weekend after. Oh, and then set all up the craziness, right? And then set up to just watch the circus. The, uh, you no, know, then, then I would, then I would, then I would be home on a holiday weekend listening to the world of boating. Yeah, right? but you get a free show. You know, people you you know, backing both. in and yelling and screaming. It's the best reality show uh, that you don't even have to watch a TV for. There you go. All right, more coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, buried a boater on this Labor Day weekend. All right, so we've covered Labor Day festivities as far as if you want to get out on the water uh, or you need to stay away from the water or if you want to just pull up a lawn chair and watch the docking or the, I don't know, what, what do we call it? The uh, I mean, what, what's the proper boating term to call these follies that we see at all the boat ramps around the country this weekend? What would you call them, Barry? Uh, flotilla flo- uh, flotilla flotilla floaters no <laughs> flotilla mm. flotsam maybe but I, don't uh, know. I had one little boat ramp, tidbit for it. Uh, boat ramp follies, follies. how about maybe. that yeah something yeah we'll come up with maybe something crazy come up yeah. with that alright um, real quick yeah. uh, since it's only good for today if you do live in Florida you can saltwater fish for free today you do not need a license so if you're not going to hang out Why are because they doing this? it's one of the, the they promote it eight times a year where you can do some saltwater fishing, you know, they, they want you to get out and experience, you know, going out on the boat and catching fish. Okay. So you don't need a saltwater license for today only. In Florida. In Florida. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, check your local, you know, wildlife restrictions. Find out if that's across the country. They may be, yeah, may be mirroring that in other, other states this weekend. Who knows? So, uh, all right. Well, what else do we got uh, to cover this week, Captain Patrick? What do you think? Anything? Nothing? Uh oh. Maybe we lost, we lost them again. We lost Patrick. Uh-oh. He froze up. Oh, wait. There he is. No, nope. no. He froze he, up again. We can see him on uh, Facebook Live. 
and we apologize for that. But uh, we can see him. Can Patrick, can you hear me or no? He's just looking at me in that uh, eerie. I think it's just me and you, Barry. I think we've lost Patrick. Someone uh, didn't <laughs> like his attitude or how he he was going today with uh, for, with Labor Day boating and uh, decided we've had enough of you. Patrick, uh, if you can hear me, just log out, log out, uh, and maybe log back in. Maybe we can get a better connection and bring him back to man the helm. Otherwise, we're pretty much screwed this Labor Day weekend, Barry. No, no we aren't. Uh, oh, I can you, discuss. I was talking to a friend of mine. Yeah? We'll, we'll, you have a we'll friend? We'll when we get back. That's yeah, news. Actually, I have more than okay. one. Okay. All right. Barry's got a friend. We'll talk to him or about him next. Stay close to the world of boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Freedom ain't that free. Happiness can be cheap. Zero down and less than you spend on cigarettes every week. You can take this beauty home, treat her like you should. My whole life, just like every boat show girl wishes that you would. All I'd ever wanted was to find a girl. Yeah, just like every boat show girl wishes that you would. There it is. This is the world of boating. I hit the wrong button. Sorry. I'm distracted. Do we got Barry? Uh, Barry, do we got him back or no? Do we got Patrick back? I don't know that we do. It's no. Uh, Yes, he's there. there. Oh, there he is. Okay. Hello, come in. Well, Hello. Let me, mention, let me mention what I was going to mention before I forget Okay, it. go ahead. Um, you have I to, can you tell have a right friend. now. Barry has a friend. No, no, no. He, it's he, true. He, he lives on a boat. Oh, by, he lives on uh, a boat. Be, he's a special where they Where they normally have the uh, Fort Lauderdale boat show. Yeah. And he's been. it's been requested that he needs to move his boat because they're starting to set up for the boat show now. Uh, so I guess they are assuming that they are going to have a live event at the boat show in November. All right. Well, I think that's a good thing. That is that is that has not been decided as of Friday. Well, yeah. I mean, anything could happen between now and then, but they're they're probably going. Well, no, because they're 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 trying to get confirmation because ticket sales were supposed to have gone live, but they didn't go live. So what they're waiting on is with this pandemic mess, if you will is you get into jurisdictional issues. So the city's waiting on the county. The county's waiting on the city. They're waiting. They've got their guidelines from uh, the show itself as far as the precautions they're going to put in place. Yeah. And we'll have to just wait and see if indeed we have uh, a boat show. And that'd be the Fort Lauderdale boat show. What are the dates? Oh, we'd really love it. what, what are the dates for the boat show, uh, Barry? I mean, is it uh, it's the day after, like the the week after Halloween, right? I believe. No, no, no. They always had it before Halloween, but for some reason, someone mentioned that it was at the end of October. Oh, which is the end of Halloween. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forget what Halloween. Is. You better go find your friend because you need. I to better help go my friend. find my friend. I have more than one, incidentally. <laughs> okay, one of them's a truck driver, I and know. I'm going to say hello to her. Uh, okay, yeah. so you have a boating friend and a truck driver friend. Truck driving friend, yeah. You are on a roll. Barry the boater. God bless him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Patrick still he's he's having some kind of internet gremlins and keeps cutting well, I'm in still and out. Here. There. You are there. Okay, we got you now. Yeah. 
Well, you Did cut you hear out anything that I said? Hardly previously? any of it. Hardly no. any of it. But basically, uh, should I start over? No, God, no. We don't want to hear it again. Even if we half of it cut out, we don't need to hear it. Again. I don't mind. Basically, basically what you what you're saying is we don't know because uh, we don't know what's happening one day to the next, whether or not the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show is going to go or not. Right now, they're going with the assumption that it will go. But, well, they're uh, telling but it's anybody, people that, that. But it's anybody's guess, now. right? It's anybody's yeah. guess what's going to happen uh, you know, next week, let alone tomorrow. So with this whole COVID thing, uh, things uh, are very fluid. And uh, we will have to say, I would say the chances of it going full bore are probably... I'm I'm putting my odds against it, uh, but you know we'll maybe try to come up with some you know maybe in water version where they still have the boats on display at the marinas. Well, that, that's maybe. the problem is they Who can't. Knows? They need to start on that now because they got to bring all the people that normally dock there all year round. Understood. They got to move somewhere else and they got to bring in all those portable docks. Remember right. how big that area gets? It's crazy. It's no, they a, can't wait for two weeks before the I, show. Well, I agree. And so that may be a problem. So we will have to wait and see. I wish they would be able to. I mean, if it, you know, I would like to see things happen. You know, having everything shut down and canceled just blows. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, you got to do you got to do what you got to do. I understand. Everybody's got to be safe. But from a boating industry standpoint, and you know you know that that's why i think when you see these parades going on and stuff they're being so popular not just because they're maybe supporting a political candidate of their choice but because it's something for them to do you know and uh you know boating is one of the uh you know activities in the in the country right now that have actually been doing pretty well because i it, it, you can be somewhat socially distanced and i think that you know boat ownership we've seen the sales have been through the roof i mean captain rusty's been selling them like hotcakes you can't keep uh keep the boats in stock because it's one of those activities where you go out and get a boat go out with your family still maintain some social distancing and still get out there and enjoy uh you know nature and stuff would you agree with me barry what do you think absolutely uh, as a matter of fact fishing licenses in some states have doubled in the amount that are being uh purchased right uh, I, I so think that applies getting back into fishing they're getting back into doing you know other outdoor sports on their boats whether they're uh going on those tubes or water skiing whatever mm-hmm. yeah i think that applies to florida i think uh, saltwater fishing licenses we covered that a couple weeks ago were up around many season they were up like 10 15 percent i believe if i right, remember but you correctly. were out there on the water did you really see a large number of people uh lobster diving i did like, I, I like as I said on the air. Anecdotally, I mean, I didn't see any different from any other year. I was shocked, honestly, to see as many boats as we did out on the water, going uh, taking advantage of lobster season. Now, you know, I haven't heard if the official numbers were up or down or whatever, and I'm not sure where you even get those type of numbers for an event like that. But you make them up. Yeah, okay. But, but I mean, you know, what I, I saw boats everywhere, just like you Lobster do Lobster diving was up Many 75% this year. Well, you know, you you don't know, but you, there were a ton of people out there. There are dive flags everywhere, as you see every lobster mini season. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't, like I said, assume that the numbers were more, but I, I would say potentially from what I saw, it looked like every other lobster season. I'm not so sure they looked, it, it looked any less active 
which is I'll take that as a win in this environment from a you know an activity or fun standpoint. People are still looking for things to do, and and that once again, boating is one of those things you can get out there and still kind of you know do it in a relatively safe manner as far as being socially distanced and, and stuff with your family and friends and close knit uh, folks. You know, on your own private boat, you can go out there and enjoy nature and make the most of it. You would even agree with that, wouldn't you, Patrick? Come on, right? Yeah? No. 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 You, you don't think that's true? What are you saying? No, my role on this job is to take a contrarian view to anything that you say, Greg. That is we not, all know this. That is not true. We actually can't well, it's agree. Your, it's your role in regard to what I say. No, we can agree to disagree. So there's that. But uh, anyway. We can't even agree on that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> of course. All right. Well, uh I, I think we got Patrick back now. It sounds like you you might have a, a stable enough connection to get a get a story out or two. So what what else do we have, Patrick? Anything else that we can share and enlighten our boaters on this Labor Day weekend or what? What do you think? Nothing. Well, oh okay. Again, with, with with boat. Yeah, with boat. What? Go talk. Come with, on, spit it out already. With <laughs> boat sales. Yeah. Having gone uh, slightly crazy and, mm-hmm. and gets us back to the, the boat show aspect is some manufacturers are looking at, they may not even have anything to put on display. That's a problem because they're selling out not only, of course, the end of the 2020 model year coming in now and certainly well into the 2021 model year. Now they're, of course, taking orders for spring deliveries, especially up in the Midwest and the Northeast. So now they have to set aside a certain amount of that production to take to the boat show. And they're going to weigh that against, do we really need to do that? Because boat sales are so strong right now. Right. Is there going to be a need? Mm -hmm. Uh, I know one thing that the boat show will be looking at is going totally virtual as happened up in uh, the Palm Beach boat show earlier this year and perhaps doing it that way. Uh, Leaves a little to be desired. I, I think that you may, uh, see more manufacturers maybe opt to do their own uh, virtual boat show, uh, maybe tie it into one central website, if you will, through uh, FLIBS. But it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a concern, as I said earlier, where the portal was supposed to go live for ticket sales, and it has not as of yet, so there's still some things to be decided. With boat sales uh, being amazingly strong, we want to make sure that we are being extra, extra careful out there uh, news story that came across the wire earlier this week uh, up in Iowa, of all places, where kayaks have been involved in 37% of all Iowa fatal boat incidents. Um, kayaks? Can you kayaks, guess the, really? <laughs> Slow yeah, boat crashes? Can you, can, you, <laughs> can, can, you get, can you guess why? What are they, running uh, them off of ramps or something? No, I, didn't, like I didn't say... I didn't say ass or what? I didn't say... Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't say fatal boat accidents, fatal boat incidents, uh-huh. and that is lack of PFDs. Hmm. So they're drowning. All right, they're flipping them over, they're, and they then, they fall yeah, off. They, yeah. yeah, can't get back on the kayak. Don't know how to board back onto the kayak, and um, yeah, I mean you tire out pretty quickly, and. Then it's all it's all but done. Okay, well there's that I guess. All right, more coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i used to have a boat you did yeah she was pretty damn sweet man i love that boat so why'd you lose it? sometimes the things we love aren't long for this world burn Especially when your alcoholic ex-wife gets drunk and falls overboard and drowns. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barrett, a boat around and out the crew on this Labor Day weekend. Be safe out there if you're on the water or uh, save a beer for me if you want to just kick back at the boat ramp and watch the uh, boat ramp follies because there's a bunch of them going on. Around 10, 10, 30 is when uh, Barry the Boater says is uh, prime time. So that, that's the prime time for starting. Then, if you really want to see the fun, you get there around five five thirty when it's getting dark and uh, people are just exhausted. Okay, all right. So you got two and then time you frames. See, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You see the uh, the, uh, the pickup screaming. trucks and the cars. No, you see them spinning their wheels, sliding backwards, yelling at each other. People right. jumping on the back. Good times. Kind of give it some. Yeah, good times. Okay, all right. 
Yeah, and let's bear in mind, Barry is the uh, the he's that boater where when he's at the boat ramp, mm-hmm. he's got real chocks that he <laughs> deploys. Um, he's got he's got an anchor system for his vehicle that if it starts to slide backwards, it automatically drives these metal spikes into the ground <laughs> to stop the backward momentum. Yeah, I mean, he gets he, he's got that. airbags. Yeah. He's got it all. Yeah, he's got he's got flotation devices on his trailer. If he goes too deep, it'll automatically inflate and float the trailer out of it won't get hung up. Okay. And you know, that's something to think about, especially for our new boaters out there. If you're going to a boat ramp where you haven't been before, take a look at the ramp. Not all these ramps mark the end of the ramp. Nah. And if you're dealing with a high tide or a low tide situation, there is one on the west coast of Florida. Uh, I believe in Clearwater, and they tell you where the end of the ramp is because if you go over the end of the ramp, they post that it is a ten foot drop mm. from the end of that ramp. Yeah, and if so they don't have to tell you. You're gonna you're gonna feel it. Yeah, and you get hung up, you're done. Well, you're, some, no, some your ramps will have like a bump. It look, uh, you'll feel it if you go down slowly. Right. But if you go down like some people, you know, they're in a rush and they just go and they go over that bump. Then that whole trailer just drops down. Hmm. Boat floats off and you can't get it out. Yeah. And, and you will be the uh, easy, uh, you'll go easy. viral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. One thing that we don't talk about when it comes to boat ramp etiquette, you know, loading and unloading and making sure that your boat's ready to go and and helping your, your fellow boaters. I mean, it's one thing for us to, to be on the air and post these videos and stuff and talk about, you know, some of these. But there are times when people just truly are having a problem. And we should always avail ourselves to at least ask if they need a hand, mm-hmm. um, see if we can help out. But be aware if you're at a ramp, if at all possible, and it's not always possible, but if all if at all possible, try to avoid power loading. Um. Because hmm. when we tend to do that, what happens is we, we wind up blowing out the bottom there at the ramp, which creates a big ridge behind your boat that builds up, builds up. So the next boat that comes in runs into this ridge, you know, they can get grounded or their outdrive hits or what have you. So you should be trained well enough to where you can get your, your trailer in the water and get your boat up on your trailer, use your strap and get it on and secured without having to power load the boat. And that goes to something Barry had talked about earlier when, you know, you get there and everybody's been kind of fighting and you finally get to the boat ramp. Don't hesitate to assign everybody a function. Make sure that they know what to do. I did this with my daughters at a very early age. They learned how to handle dock lines. Um, They learned how to, of course, stow gear, everything like that. Everybody had a job to where, because it was just the three of us to where, we had we were on and off the ramp in a very short amount of time and on the water and enjoying you know the rest of our day so don't hesitate to assign a function let them know what's expected how to do it train don't just assume people here's the dock line tie it off and they they do a one loop around the cleat you pull the the trailer out and they're standing there smoking a cigarette and your boat goes floating away right give them something else to do like uh after you do that uh I want you to compliment me every 20 seconds and say how accomplished I am as a boater. Well, there's that. And you're getting you should take creative. Out, you know, yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're the type that you go boating a lot by yourself and you're, you haven't, you're not 
well-versed in launching a boat by yourself, take some time, take a day off in the middle of the week. A Wednesday is a great time. Go to the ramp early and practice. I mean, I, I remember I did a video for the show a long time ago at the factory where I show I launched a 46-foot yacht um, off of a Hostar hydraulic trailer, but I did it by myself. And I showed the steps, broke it down, how to do it and how to do it safely. That look, if I can launch this 46 footer by myself, you can launch your 17 footer by yourself. It's just having a process and following that process. Practice makes perfect. There you go. Like a good boater is always prepared. You know, I, I feel like a Boy Scout uh, listening to Captain Patrick today. That's all you have to do. If you're going to go out and boat during the holiday weekend or not, just any time, just be properly prepared. Do your homework. Make and sure be you patient. Cross be patient your when you're out there. Dot especially your eyes. during the holidays. And then have somebody and some there. some volume doesn't hurt. Assign a, a crew member, you know, uh, a way to make you feel good about yourself. Like, hey, that was an awesome way to back that trailer in. Give yourself uh, some affirmation that way. There you go. You only hit three cars. Yeah. <laughs> Cup's always half full here at the World of Boating. All right. On that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.